Winches and scallywags, rugrats over 18 years of age, prudes avert your ears and eyes. The Asylum Studio brings to you a show to bend your mind and implode your morals. Ethics be damned. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Chaos and Disorder. Friends, the long national nightmare is over. Your boy is back here live in the Asylum Studios on Chaos and Disorder. I am your host, the talent. Rick Flieger, joined as always by the Mercer County Mallet Head, America's creepy uncle and our resident cautionary tale, Mr. Rick Briggs, and on the ones and twos, our executive producer, although light on the executive and even lighter on the producer, the mushmouth mountain man, Mr. Alejandro Finkelstein. Who were you um, talking to? That was your best one yet. I thought so. Why do you no selling me straight fire? No sell. I'm just saying. No sell. Hit it. Hit it. Hit it. We haven't even done the intros yet. That was pure gold. I know, but this is even better. I love it. But seriously, who were you talking to? You started off with friends. You don't have any. Yeah, the show does. People miss okay, me, that's Rick. Valid. I saw it on the tweeters. I was in the bathroom. That I, is, how much did you people, send? People were how much clamoring, did you send good clamoring how to much get me did back. You send him. I, I don't know who that is. Yeah, there, there were so many. I can't yeah. break them down by name. Of yes. people who missed your boy, the talent. He's back. <laughs> woo! That was pitiful. Woo. Well, I don't want to overdo it. I'm nothing if not understated. He's uh, watching out for our listeners' ears. That's true. And the squiggles. I care about my friend. Girthy squiggles. <laughs> well, don't bring her up. So, well, so okay. now you're letting the yeah. se- you're letting the secret out. Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! So, so we. I think it's important for everybody to Is know. Is there something that I need to be talking to Mitch about? Well, Mitch may have some competition. So we had a young lady stop by the studio. Over the weekend, looking for work. You know, right. Times are tough right now. Yeah. Young lady, Ms. Squiggles, Girthy Squiggles is her name, and was wanting to take over the janitor's job. And being that Ms. Squiggles has never threatened to murder me or thrown a sledgehammer at me, I'm thinking about making a move. Okay. I just want to throw my two cents in there. All right. We need to probably sit down and talk about this because I learned a fact while you were gone oh, last week. Okay. You know, through my conversations with our current janitor. Okay. Mitch. Yes. The lunatic. The one with murder in his eyes. The one who is brother in law to jokester. Frank. Oh, he's Frank's brother in law. Is that why he's so ornery? Well, but it's like Thanksgiving Frank Fight Club like over you. there. No, much we didn't more, get along. Much worse than Mitch doesn't like you. What did we become a Cole? Maybe we get Cole back. He was skinny and mild-mannered. Cole went to Belarus, if you recall. He went to Belarus? Yeah. Is that where we got this one? It was a uh, swap. Oh. Yeah. We got to I don't know what, that what happened to him. We never heard from him again. Well, Cole was a producer, I guess. He wasn't a janitor. No. No, we and can't you got Cole. a producer. Yeah. Well, again... But we don't know what happened to him if he ever got out. Maybe not. It's rough. This one did. Yeah. But anyway, thanks to Andy Frampton. I couldn't wait to get rid of him. Oh, yeah. We should do the thing. Yeah. Thanks to Andy Frampton. And, um, you know, you can find him on Facebook and Instagram or TikTok at Bronco Swanson. And, of course, Rawa Lovers for the music. You can find them 
Of course, you can find them on YouTube. You can find yes. them on Twitter at Real Robert Lovers. And right. where else can you find them, Rick? Hang on. It's DJ Moore. No. <laughs> Bandcamp. You got it. Bandcamp. And, of course, don't forget, at Chaos and Disorder on Twitter, AsylumFantasySports.com for all of the show archives, Chaos and Disorder Pod on Facebook, and, of course, email the show, join the conversation, longstroke27 at yahoo.com. It is not Yay! that. It is chaos and disorder pod at gmail.com. Well, maybe so. I don't think anybody write... monitors that one. Yeah, I do. Oh, okay. Daily, okay? Well, if you want to get a hold of your boy, longstroke27 at yahoo.com. Really? Does that imply that there were 26 other long strokes? Well, yeah. I, okay. I do I, a lot of podcasts. I thought it was short pound 12 at G. Uh, <laughs> short pound? <laughs> I'm not even sure I know what that means, but it cracks me up. <laughs> I like it. Do you think anybody actually listens to this crap? Actually, did, did actually, I- yeah, because I've had questions about uh, the show. Uh, oh, and I, I wanted to, our favorite veteran who is stationed over in Italy. Oh, yeah, has he come through yet? He has. Are my, we the hottest my thing daughter, in Italy? My daughter sent it to me today, as a matter of fact, in a text. She had taken a screenshot of it. That he had taken one of our tweets, put it out on Facebook, Instagram, whatever, on his account with a note, subscribe and listen to these guys, you know, blah, blah. It, it helped the show. It'll help us, you know, on and on. I said, Jimmy, thanks, buddy. I thought he was going to get us on the Armed Forces Network, though. Well, Let's not know, move a, the goalposts for A step at a time. Jim, Jimmy's got work to do. Well, That's all I'm does. saying. Jimmy, I know. He, I mean, we'll add a stripe. I mean, he's not becoming a full bird colonel or nothing. No. We'll give him a stripe for that one. Okay. All yeah. right. I, I can live with that. All right. So what, what are we talking about? Oh, there's lots all of the things story. to talk about. Hold on. The one thing oh. I do have to say. Yes. So I do all this shtick. You know, this may surprise people. This isn't our full-time jobs. We we can't afford Briggs can't afford his mansion based on chaos and disorder. So we have day jobs. So I found out like. What? Are you, you taking prudence? a call? <laughs> is, is it Prudence? Prudence Finkelstein. It is. <laughs> it was. I'm sorry. Oh, I think it's about to do it again. Did you mute it? Or did you answer it? No, I hit decline. Let's go ahead and answer. See who it is. You can't, you can't, uh, no, it went away. No, there's no way. (laughs) He's not that stupid. I'm not allowed to talk to Prudence. He's not that stupid. Let's put it that way. Anyhow, I found out in my day job, in my Mm -hmm. nine to five, in my lunch pail strap hanger job that I have, all the corporate big wigs. Apparently became aware uh-huh. that I do this show and have been listening, and so that's concerning to me. Well, you said that once before. However, Not on the air. I told you however, privately. Now I'm doing entertainment. Well, now are you entertained? And now, do they know about your OnlyFans site too? Well, well, I got rid of it when I heard the porn was going away, but now that it's back, I'm back in. Baby. All right, now we're talking. That'll be longstroke28 at yahoo.com. <laughs> yeah. Short pound 11. <laughs> You're going to have to explain that one to me off the air. I think I know what it means, but I could be way wrong, and I don't want to go into the full, my whole thought process. You don't want to go into the full Monty? No. So what do you think about your poor old 
best friend, Ben DiNucci, getting cut by the Cowboys. It's a shame. He's a good kid. He's got no business playing in the NFL. I can be <laughs> honest, but I, I really like him. And <laughs> he was great to my kid down there. Just a but nah. I mean, you go out in the fourth quarter of the third preseason game and turn the ball over like that. You're begging for it. You know, we I'm, have. It's a shame. <clears throat> yeah, it's true. We have had, and I don't know why this has come to mind while you were talking about Ben DiNucci, but, you know, that's how we roll. Did we cover the asinine press conference Jason Campbell had? Jason I mean, Jason Campbell? Garrett had um, a couple weeks ago? I don't think. I don't even remember. You have to remind me of this <sighs> he, press he, conference. He's the OC for the Giants. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, he was. You know, he is having a talk to the media. And the part that I saw, like he answered a question, and he goes um, something to the effect, okay, that's all, thanks, fellas, or whatever. And he and he's gathering stuff up on the podium and starts walking away. And one of the reporters goes, nice to see you again, Jason. Oh, I did see that. And he this. turns around. Nice to see you again, Coach. That's how we do it. Yeah, that. What an ass. Yeah, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> who are you? Like, Vince Lombardi, Bill Belichick can say that. Nick yeah. Saban can say yeah, that. Vince Lombardi, like you said, Tom Landry. Yeah, you're you know. Jason Garrett. Shut the <laughs> F up. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Call you stupid is what we'll call you. Is You just wrecked the Dallas Cowboys franchise for how many years? It, not, you're arrogant. And to the New York media, that's what's stupid about it. You're going to yeah. give that type of fodder to the New York media? What a clown. He is a clown. Clappy the Clown. Cla- who? That's all he ever Why did. Why are we naming everything today? That's all he ever did on the side. Well, They've been getting beat 30-3. to three. They kick a field goal, and he starts clapping. I mean, he's ludicrous. Well, he was en- happy they made the field goal. Enthusiastic claps at that. Like, yeah. yeah. Not, not a golf clap. No. He w- All in. That's right. It, w- it wasn't some, you know, high flute and shtick. It was, it was all in. <laughs> That'd be a good descriptor for this show, highfalutin shtick. I like it. We do have it. We could change the name. Can we rebrand to highfalutin shtick with Flieger and Briggs? <laughs> why not? We could do whatever we want. Yeah. You Maybe know we start another show. I think we should. Highfalutin shtick. I, I like it. I don't, I don't know what it would be, but that could be our thing. It could be highfalutin, whatever it was. So, so High-class jokes only. Well, yeah. Now he's, now he's getting texted. I mean, tell you what, there must be some things going on over there. Yeah, everything all right? Yeah, it's okay. It, Prudence upset with you? No, it was Mitch. Oh. <laughs> he heard about Girthy, did he? <laughs> oh. I didn't think he listened. He must leave the door open or something up in the other offices. And Yeah. I don't trust him. I'm starting not to myself. <laughs> well, you know the good news. When you have a producer, it's their job to do the fire. Yeah, that's right. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> but don't don't say it's because of his shoes. So more important cuts. Yeah, Briggs. I learned what his shoes. Was yeah. this something on the terrible show you no, two did together last been week? Like the last month. Sorry, we you ta- haven't listened. We but talked that's about okay. Mitch's shoes. I commented that he had nice shoes, and he got all offended, and that's when Mitch started not liking me so much. How do I remember nothing that happens on this show? Because you're a boob. Could be simple as that. Do you, do you remember that he's a nudist? <laughs> no. See? Oh, wow. You just, sure I was here for this? You just keep bloviating, yes. and we'll talk. And if we say something that you're not familiar with, just let it roll. It's talked about before. Seriously. I mean, we wouldn't lie to you. I think you would. No. I, I think. 
wonder what Mitch looks like naked. Well, Mitch, <laughs> get down here. <laughs> now it's just getting corny. We've got to move no. on. So, smooth transition. Cam Newton got cut today, Rick. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> yes, he did get cut. And I believe that was the right move by the New England Patriots. You do? Oh, of course I do. Of course you do. Yeah, I do, yeah. I mean, I've talked about for two years he's a shell of himself. He can't throw anymore. So, I, I look, I can see keeping him for veteran presence. But in my mind, and I could be totally wrong because I'm certainly not in the locker room, I don't think Cam Newton wants to be sitting on the bench of New England Patriots. I, he just doesn't seem like that kind of guy to me. No, but is there anywhere he's going to start? Oh, boy, I tell you what, you can go down through the teams real quick, and I can't really – there's none to jump out at me. No, what would be interesting is being reunited with Ron Rivera in Washington, but that still Fitzpatrick's job. But I yeah, could he's maybe see him. No, but but he's better than Heineke and true. Kyle, but, but again, he's, Kyle Allen. But again, does he just want a backup role? I don't know. Well, he's going to have to accept one, or he's going to have to retire. One of the two. Houston. Po- that's a possibility, Possibly. I guess. Although, I don't it looks like Deshaun Watson might be playing. I, I, this is the wildest situation. Wentz isn't, Wentz is, isn't as healthy as he's let on. Well, Maybe Wentz Indy? gets the Rona as often as you do. No, so. but the point is, Indy has nobody else, really. No. Houston, Eaton, I mean, that's not going to happen. Um, I can't really think of anybody else. I mean, there's plenty else. of places that could use a veteran backup, but that was why I thought it was so strange. New England could use a veteran backup. Look, the Mac Jones looked great in the preseason. Mac Jones went out and won that job as far as I was concerned. I've got no issue with that. But then you cut Hoyer, too, you know, breaking news whenever it feels like breaking. They just released Hoyer. So now you've got right. a rookie backed up by Stidham. I mean, this is this yeah, is really it, what we're doing. It is very strange. The Hoyer thing makes a lot less sense that you let Cam Newton go. And letting Cam Newton go – makes a lot less sense if you let Hoyer go. Right. But leaving both of them go it really makes no sense. I do agree with that. One of the two should have stayed. Because here's the thing. Cam Newton, if we put this in a vacuum, take all everything around it out, Cam Newton is not a good fit for that Josh Daniels offense. He's not. Right. He wasn't last year. We knew it going in. It didn't work out. But for it to take to this point, Right, so that told me they were willing to continue to try to adapt the offense to Cam Newton's way of playing the quarterback position. If they'd have cut him in the offseason, moved him, whatever, it would have made perfect sense. With, with, with or without Hoyer, it doesn't matter. But to get to this point, to get to today, to August 31st, of, you know, a week out from the season, that's where it makes no sense. Now, there are two very different styles of quarterback play again with Mac Jones, and he fits better into what Belichick and that team do. But you kept Cam Newton around that long. That's, right. where, that's where it's a weird move to me. Right. And we talk about other teams. Yes, there are a gang of teams out there that could use Cam Newton. Boy, they'd love to have him sitting on the bench behind whoever they got starting. You know, Carolina, Sam Darnold, and so forth, yeah, et cetera. You can run Jacksonville. After Jacksonville's another. They got We're rid of talk the, about Gardner Minshew. Exactly. But to try to find a team he could start with, 
I don't think there's one out there. No, maybe Houston. He could probably go down there and beat out Tyrod Taylor if Deshaun Watson doesn't play. But here we are on August 31st. There's no indication that Deshaun Watson isn't going to be the starter for the Houston Texans. The Houston Texans (laughs) on on week one, which is still stunning to me. He doesn't allow us to talk about it, but it's stunning to me. It is. I mean, I'm just surprised that – Look, everybody's innocent till proven guilty, but usually Lord Goodell steps in yeah. and says, "Oh, this until we can't this thing's have this. figured out, we yeah. can't have exactly. him around." And it would seem, and I still, if any look- circumstance was a reasonable circumstance to take that stance, this would be it, I think. But the thing is, it wouldn't put it past him to wait till suspend him Saturday night, Saturday <laughs> yeah. night at nine o'clock. Say, "Oh, by the way, you're suspended." Oh, did I forget to mention? My bad. Sorry, yeah, man. Sorry. sorry, Deshaun. My flat. So it could happen. So let's talk. So that that's a weird move. Gardner Minshew. I, we're going to have to give Dummy over here some time to vent and cry and do whatever he has to do. Gardner Minshew traded to the Philadelphia let's Eagles. Let's go. It's got <laughs> come. For a conditional six, could be a. Could it be a fifth or could it be a seventh? I forget which direction. I think it was a sixth and it could be a fifth, I believe. But basically for a song, as far as I'm concerned, we'll give you first crack over it there, dummy. Why do I keep calling him dummy? That's like really rude. There's no need for it at all. You've called me way worse. Well, true. On air. Um, (laughs) I don't remember that. You don't even remember (laughs) factual conversations, let alone anything that you throw out call anything on this trash show factual is a bit of a stretch so what it boils down to western pennsylvania gardner menchu or mason rudolph who would you rather have Minshew. exactly and we could have had him for a sixth round pick get send them rudolph the red-nosed reindeer and the bag of popcorn and a sixth round pick and i'll take menchu as our starting quarterback next year when ben retires but it won't happen. Well, it won't now because he's with Philly. It wouldn't have happened because for some reason, this coaching staff or the ownership, whatever it is, think Mason Rudolph is a very talented quarterback. I don't know. What what tape are they watching? It's College? I don't know. It's mm-hmm. something about that backup position. Remember how long he held on to Landry Jones? Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. It was just you didn't have to be, you know, on – PFF to know that Landry Jones stunk and we know <laughs> Mason Rudolph stinks. It, there's something there. I'm worried about the future of the Steelers with that. They have a hard time evaluating quarterback talent, it seems. Like they, the Steelers have those backup quarterbacks that are great holding the clipboard and breaking stuff down for Ben. Sure. I don't see Mason Rudolph being that person at all. They haven't, but think about it, you know. Those guys were veterans. You you had Charlie Batch. He was a starter with Detroit. You had Brad Gradkowski. Right. And but Bruce. he was off injured. Bruce, excuse me, <laughs> uh, off injured with that shoulder and so forth. But they were experienced quarterbacks. They had a lot Byron of knowledge. Leftwich, was it Leftwich that? Yeah. Leftwich yeah. again. Yes. Who's an OC? Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Right. So I mean, but he was. He didn't last long, and good obviously. good friends be- with Brad Gruskowski. Yeah. <laughs> DJ Moore. <laughs> but anyway. Why but do they keep w- bringing up DJ Moore? Yeah, What's I, happening? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's spooky. Weird. Yeah. Weird and wild stuff. Yeah, it is. High-fluting shtick. 
But these boobs they have now. <laughs> these boobs. I don't know if Dwayne Haskins is a boob. Well, but he's certainly not one coming in to, as Ollie Hunter put, lend any type of well, no, no, he's a, knowledge. He's a project. Or, I think a worthwhile yeah. project, but a project. Well, yeah, considering what you have. Yeah, certainly. Would you, would you rather have Dewey or Minshew? Dwayne Haskins. Oh, well, why don't you say that? Don't try to be cute over there. Well, Dewey I and I go way back. <sighs> right this second. Probably Minshew. <laughs> be, but I still think because Haskins the project. So I, I think you need that bridge quarterback, right? Mason Rudolph, everybody but Mike Tomlin accepts he's not the next guy. So you need – a Fitzpatrick, a Minshew, somebody who's that bridge guy, if you're either going to draft a guy or you're trying to develop Dwayne Haskins, which I suspect they are, you need that bridge veteran, which they may still get next year. I don't know that. But, yeah, now it's Minshew if you make me make the choice. What I don't get, this move, there's there's two bigger points. Forget the Steelers. That was only a pipe dream you had when you were alone at night and Sometimes Prudence, during, Prudence was out in the market. It, writing into Summer, long stroke sometimes. 26. <laughs> Middle of the day. <laughs> so that, that, yeah, that was just, just your fantasy. But, number one, how in the world does this make sense in Jacksonville? And number two, how much does Philadelphia not trust Jalen Hurts? Rick, I'll let you take those in either order you prefer. Well, I think it's just an abysmal failure in Jacksonville. I mean, you get a sixth-round pick for what? A sixth-round pick, I believe it was. I think Minshew was picked in the sixth round when he was drafted, and he actually had a, a bit of success. They didn't call it Minshew mania for nothing. Right. That was a brilliant move for Philadelphia. I mean, how you know, you're giving up nothing. Right. And you're getting a quarterback who's young but still has some experience and has shown some talent. Uh, so, piggybacking off that, no, they don't trust Hurts. But, I, you know, I think it's just smart as a backup, good backup quarterback, as we talked a couple of weeks ago in the show. They're not that easy to come by either. And when you can get it for a song, right? that's brilliant. Well, and, and that's the thing. Let, let's start in Jacksonville. From what I've seen, it's only the preseason. But going back to last year and through the preseason this year, that may be the worst offensive line I have ever seen. And I watched the Pittsburgh Steelers offensive line all of last year, and this one may be worse. So you've got a rookie quarterback. I know he's the next the next great one, right? This is universally accepted in Trevor Lawrence. I don't know how he survives to October behind that offensive line. And so now C.J. Beathard and something called a Jake Luton or Lutton, this is what you're doing. You run Gardner Minshew out of town, leave a rookie quarterback behind that offensive line with those two doofuses as his backups. This is insanity. What is What does Jacksonville gain from this? Jake Luton. Luton. <laughs> I, I have no idea, and it's Jacksonville. We have seen <laughs> I guess year answer, in and right? year out the, them make stupid I mean, that's the moves. Florida man of organizations, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I, and, and, and it's such a shame because you go back 20 years ago, man, that was that was a, well, longer than that, I guess. Now you're talking mid-'90s when they were really good, 95 through. Well, right when they came into the league with yeah, Mark Brunel, Brunel and Jimmy Smith. And, right. Oh. McCardell. Luton Fred was Taylor. cut. 
Oh, they cut loot? We don't even have loot on anymore. I mean, what the hell's going on in Jacksonville? Yeah, they obviously don't need any backup quarterbacks. There's no more loot on. Yeah. Trey Lawrence is going to be there forever. Or Trevor Lawrence. What would I say, Trey? What the hell is wrong with you I don't tonight? know. Oh, Trey Lance. I was thinking Trey Lance. Like, excuse they're me. not the same guy, no, I can not. assure you. They're not. One can run for his life. <laughs> yeah, the, the other one, eh. He's going to have to. Yeah, one, one must run for his <laughs> one life. One will run for his life. And that's Trevor. Yeah. Trey may be sitting on the bench. Yeah, Trevor yeah. will be running for his life and may die. Yeah, Trey, Trey Lawrence is just thinking, I don't want to impart any of that smoke. Yeah, yeah, Trey's sitting there thinking, thank God I'm not in Jacksonville. <laughs> He's certainly not. But, yeah, and it's really weird, right, because you've heard Deshaun Watson tied to Philadelphia. You know, they couldn't get Carson Wentz out of town fast enough. Handed that job to Jalen Hurts. And what at the time, I thought at the time, he wasn't ready yet. Give Hurts a whole offseason. And they spent every waking moment telling him how bad he stinks and trying to find his replacement already. I'm curious about that. He came in, he had that nice first game, right. and then he struggled. But he was a rookie, second or third round pick, whatever he was. It's a good move for them to back him up, but I'm just not – convinced that's a move made to be a backup quite honestly but it makes no sense in Jacksonville I think he's going to have a very very short leash when when it's all said and done I'm talking about Hurts and it just could be the Minshew ear starts really fast I think the only shorter leash in the league is Andy Dalton's (laughs) Could be. That we'll talk about on the fantasy show, I'm sure. And, you know, almost as short as the one Prudence has on old Finkelstein over here. Yeah. I mean, it's not that short. It's pretty short. Yeah. So says you. Love I mean, letters in the sand. Outside in the car. I she, mean, she's, she's calling the studio. <laughs> she's calling the board while we're on the show. I mean. I didn't give her that number. I swear it was Mitch. <laughs> oh, is that something you worry about? sometimes her and Mitch are in that much communication (laughs) I think he's trying to just I don't want to give you tell you Mitch's email address I'll have to write it down I can't even (laughs) say it on the air no you're not because I sent him one yesterday and I was appalled quite frankly just say it rhymes with pig clock that's all I can say (laughs) all right well how about we sell some coffee now and we come back I want to talk about J.K. Dobbins Rick I know you have strong opinions on it and I feel I may disagree 10-4. What's wrong with you today? All right, well, we'll be back. J.K. Dobbins, more of this nonsense, and maybe, just maybe, I'll reveal Mitch's email right after this. Let's talk about our sponsor, Dead Sled Coffee. Dead Sled Coffee strives to create a culture of acceptance and respect no matter what your level of coffee knowledge is. They are distinguished coffee for the exceptional and unconventional. They offer amazing products that do not require your dictionary or your atlas to appreciate. Feel comfortable ordering their coffee and know that it is not a crime if you do not know where the beans came from or where it was processed. They have done all the work for you, having slurped and sniffed through endless cuppings so you can just sit back and enjoy your coffee experience. Not sure what to try? Well, try some of their new signature blends, the Robert England blend, the Kiss blend, and the Cypress Hill blend. Go to deadsledcoffee.com. Use the promo code DEADSLED15 and take 15% off your order. Deadsledcoffee.com. And hey, tell them Fligger and Briggs sent you. You know something that's always bothered me? I get the dictionary. 
How would an atlas help you speak to coffee? What is an atlas? It's like maps. Yeah. Okay. So. I never like when your answer to a question is, okay. (laughs) You do that a lot. Well, you just said, okay, what is an atlas? You said it's like maps. Right. Well, you need an atlas if you don't know where the coffee came from. You're trying to figure out where these places are. Like Peruvian coffee is sought after. Um, I'm going to guess it comes from Peruvia. Yes. No, it comes from Peru. <laughs> You're dumb. It's Peruvia. Look it up <laughs> in your atlas. <sighs> <laughs> You're not yourself today. You can't speak. Then you go quiet. You're annoyed by everything we say. Three guys named Trey. Yeah. Is everything all right? Three? You didn't get what I just did there? Yeah. Okay. Piece it together. We can get there. We'll get there together. You know what? (laughs) (laughs) I just had a long, rough weekend. Do we need to dive into the world of Rick Briggs? No. Deconstruct this? I I can be your therapist. Lay it on me, buddy. I got you. I I have no intention ever to... Lay anything the on The caveman you. drafts on Friday. We're three yes. days away. Are you going to be all poopy pants there, no, too? No, I'm going to be raring to go. You're going to get hammered up? No. 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 In fact, I may bring a big old cup of dead sled coffee with me. I don't think you're. Well, you may do that, but you're going to make it Irish if you do. That means I don't know if that. In. I don't know if that was on the, on the uh, Atlas. I don't know if they get it from there. Well, they don't have Ireland on the Atlas? I bet they do. Not on theirs, where they get their coffee from. I thought you said you didn't need an Atlas. I don't need an Atlas. Are you lying to to our our, uh, listeners? Those people, huh? Why can't I find? uh, I'm uh, struggling here. I can't find the chop shop read. I'm trying to get ready for the next commercial. All right, let's go here. All right. Did you hear, and I'm sure you have, because it has been... I hear everything. I've got my finger on the pulse of things. But... uh, about the football team from Ohio. <laughs> they just happened to be suspected of lying his way into a televised game on ESPN. I don't think they're suspected. No. Anything. No, no, no. And if you're not familiar with it, we'll go over it briefly. But there actually was an update from that. Um, the IMG Academy took on a high school called Bishop Sycamore. As the game went on, the Florida-based IMG, which known as an incubator of District 1 student-athletes and eventual NFL stars, decimated the lesser-known Ohio school, eventually winning 58 to nothing. Coach Roy Johnson and the team from Bishop Sycamore, a reported high school in Ohio, isn't that funny, a reported, reported high school, yes, are shown during their game against IMG Academy on Sunday, which wrapped up this year's Geico ESPN High School football kickoff. Even on air, commentators started to wonder how Bishop Sycamore got into this mess. As Super Bowl or SB Nation, excuse me, reported, the story has only gotten weirder from there. Bishop Sycamore told us that they had a number of Division I prospects on their roster. To be frank, a lot of that. We could not verify. Now, now, whose fault's that, Rick? I put that to you. Okay, you're 
Okay, for an example, you just happen to be hosting a PGA golf tournament. I'd like to do that. And I walk up to you and say, I'm a pro. I won I won a couple tournaments a couple years ago. Like the IMG Academy and yeah. ESPN, I say, well, welcome to you, <laughs> good you sir. Go. Good luck. Yeah. I mean, whose fault is that? Just because somebody said, oh, we got all these great people. There's no documentation. There's no roster. Yeah. There's nothing that... They I mean, check on? as far as IMG, I don't think there's any shame from them bringing in anybody who's willing to get the shit kicked out of them. I blame ESPN for this. What do you well, do? You put my... them on national television. Well, that's who I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm talking about ESPN. I mean, wouldn't you think someone would be there to vet who right. they're going to be putting on television? I mean, yeah. you're responsible for the product that you're putting oh, on. Oh, absolutely. I, I to me, that was just – I thought it was kind of a funny story until I started thinking about it a little more. And, of course, you know, just to go on and on, I mean, they played Stowe Rocks High School in PA where they lost 19-7 just like yeah. a week before. No, no, the night before. The, oh, it was the they night before. They were in Stowe yes, Rocks on Friday right, night, night before. and then at IMG – or they, at the neutral site, it was at the Hall of Fame is where it was. Right. They played there Saturday night. Well, an update – um, Bishop Sycamore football coach Leroy Johnson, whose team of random online postgrads lost two games in 48 hours over the weekend, <laughs> including being challenged by IMG Academy 58 nothing on ESPN, faces an active warrant. Oh yeah, he's a- <laughs> out of Delaware, Ohio, and multiple civil lawsuits, according to court documents. The bench warrant for failure to appear in a domestic violence case that was eventually dropped to a criminal mischief charge, was issued on July 2nd. This guy has live warrants out for him. Yeah. Is you know, as recent as July, and ESPN, they don't check anything. Sure, this, come on TV. It's not even a real school. I know. It's not a real school. The team is consistent mainly of JUCO dropouts. Yeah. You know how stupid you have to be to be a JUCO dropout, and you're certainly not a high school football player. Then, last Friday, a Franklin County judge ruled Johnson and Jay Richardson, a former Ohio State Buckeye and current Columbus Prep Sports TV personality, will go to trial for defaulting on a $100,000 loan issued April 2018. It was never repaid to First Merchants Bank. Defendants' failure to answer the request for admission served served upon them proves fatal to their cause, the court wrote in the decision. Because of this failure, defendants have admitted to the bank's claim of fraudulent misrepresentation, conversion, and unjust enrichment. So in other words, they took a hundred grand, kept it, didn't pay it back, and then basically by not showing up, yeah. said, Okay, yeah, you're right, too bad. <laughs> Johnson also faces two thousand and nineteen civil lawsuit filed filed by HRN Hospitality, which owns a Delaware, Ohio, Baymont Hotel, where the head coach is believed to have housed football players in rooms for $81.19 a night during the fall of 2018. I think that's a good deal. ARN Hospitality says Johnson owes a balance of a hundred and ten thousand six hundred. Maybe he should have used that other hundred grand he borrowed and paid that bill, and then he wouldn't be in this mess. <laughs> this is the wildest. ESPN obviously did no vetting. They were so desperate to get IMG on television that this they just went with it. What's happening over at ESPN? I don't have any idea, but I, I think it's just a 
it, it, it's crazy. And it just goes on and on. I mean, a Columbus training facility told the dispatch that Johnson had racked up a bill totaling $7,720 that wasn't paid. And he just walks in and starts racking up money, and people say, sure, yeah. I, I don't understand. He's just one of them really good grifters, I guess. It but was, he... They went in, he took a team, where was it? Yeah, he, I can't remember the name of the place, but he took a team to a paintball thing, went through 20,000 paintballs in four hours. And rolled. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I mean, this is a wildest story. Could, I, you, could you imagine the balls you have to have to just, like, Go in somewhere, rack up thousands and thousands of dollars, and just and just dip. Yeah, just I'm out. (laughs) Peace, deuces. Bishop Sycamore. That's what the kids say. Bishop Sycamore is an untraditional school. Yeah, be as in there's no students with just five (laughs) wins since Johnson flipped the script from the COF Academy to his new incarnation. The school went 0 and 6 in 2020 and was outscored. 227 to 42. Through the first two games this season, things haven't been much better. They've been outscored 96 to nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, look, I'm hanging all this on ESPN, and they get the bulk of the blame. But what's IMG doing? They are in the business of high school sports, right? Now, I'm not saying they are an educational. They are in the business right. of high school sports. They know who these upper programs are. I've watched IMG Academy play basketball on ESPN. Right. I've watched them play football on ESPN. And it's always these big schools or similar programs they're playing. Nobody did any homework here. How does this happen? I don't know. I mean, I blame it. I, I mean, I do put a lot of the blame on IMG because – and maybe it was the last game. They figured, okay, let's give them a shot right. or whatever, something of that nature. I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, who's who's checking out the opponent? But ESPN, to me, oh, is just, that, is just, that is just pathetic. That just tells me that you have too much airtime and you're showing too much garbage, <laughs> including spelling bees, okay? And corgi races. Did you see that over the weekend? They were showing corgi races. I'm not making this up. Don't roll your eyes at I'm me. Not. This happened on ESPN last weekend. I because I know it's true. It, it's, it is terrible. Uh, they should be limited to four hours a day unless it's football season. <laughs> I like that. That's a good proposal. <laughs> call, the, call your senator. I, I will. Four hours a day for ESPN. Because otherwise, it's just screaming about the Cowboys or politics is all they do anymore. Exactly. So, I agree. Four hours a day unless it's football season. Yeah. And I'll even extend it a little bit during March Madness. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll do that. But it's got to be. You have to be broadcasting games. No, they don't. Or all Jay Billis. Okay. And a little Dick Vitale. Not a lot, but a little. Makes it feel like March. Oh, yeah. You got to have Dickie. Did you see. Dickie V's tweet today. I, I did not. He is now cancer-free. He has been oh, dealing good. with um, – I forgot. Multi- I'd forgotten yeah, that it happened. Through multiple surgeries and, you know, treatments and so forth. But he tweeted that, that he is cancer-free. Well, so that's, that's excellent. Excellent is. news. Good for him. All right, Rick. So, J.K. Dobbins out for the year, torn ACL. Sure you've been playing in that game? I really don't think so. I mean, and that's my take. Look, they don't ha- – we've already um, talked before we they, we came on air. They don't have a lot of depth in Baltimore. I mean, you have Gus Edwards and a bunch of guys named Schmo after that. 
So I'm not familiar with Mr. Schmo's work. Maybe he <laughs> went to what? What was that school? Uh, yeah, Bishop Sycamore. Yeah, maybe <laughs> Schmo went to Bishop Sycamore. But it's not. Look, I, I get you know you want them to have some sort of game shape, but when you have a guy, how how many reps in preseason do you need as a running back? I mean, did Barry Sanders need to play a lot of preseason stuff? Not that J.K. Dobbs is Barry Sanders. But I don't know if he did or not. That, I don't remember. We man, didn't have this access to preseason games right. back then. I can almost see quarterbacks and wide receivers more than running backs. I mean, you, you can get some timing down in training. Look, I mean, running backs, they get hurt enough. And they they decimate a team. You look at what Barkley did – with going down for the Giants, uh, Cook a few a couple years ago with Minnesota. I mean, you get a star like that, and that ba- he's basically their star. He was really emerging. I mean, all you have to do is look at these uh, gurus on Twitter. I mean, they just love this guy, right? I, mean, and, I think he's rightfully so. Year. Yeah. Look, my so thing- I just don't think so. I, I don't think that late in the preseason, a few reps here and there. Maybe, but, but I that's my point. Whatever amount of reps you deem is appropriate, he could have got hurt. He could have. You're right. During those, you're right. You, here's my problem. But with it. do you need to be playing if, if you survived the first two or three games? I mean, in depending on how many you play, I guess the first two they're playing. Right. Three, do they need to be in that final game? You've pushed your luck for two. He's gotten some reps. Do you need to keep pushing the envelope? Maybe. We don't know what they're out there to work on. You know, that's been Harbaugh's way, though. He plays his starters in the preseason. See, this is where the players, I think, felt like they got a victory going to three preseason games. I think you this maybe becomes more prevalent because there's more pressure to play these guys more in preseason games when you don't have four of them. What I hate is the instant reaction of how dumb it was for us to be playing starters in the third preseason game. Harbaugh's an idiot. Meanwhile, if they go the route of, say, Green Bay, who plays no starters in no preseason games, if Devontae Adams or Aaron Rodgers or Aaron Jones goes down in week one, what's the narrative going to be? Well, they don't even play him in the preseason. They weren't ready to play. You're like lambs to slaughter in week one. What are you supposed to do? These guys are football players. They could get hurt in the preseason game. They can get hurt in week one. They can get hurt in the locker room walking out for the first practice. They can get hurt doing the freaking milk crate challenge. You just don't know. Look, I don't blame a coach who doesn't play as starters, but I'm also not going to go in on one who does. These are football players. Football players can get hurt. And you stacking those beard tops is very distracting while I'm trying to make a salient point here. <laughs> The, the fact that you were sitting watching what I was doing is clear. I'm waiting for a reaction, a and you're looking down, that flipping what you around. Were saying was total drabble. Okay. Drabble? Yes. That's not a word. It of course it is. It's actually, a, it's actually a comic strip. I'm That's, on it. Yeah. Do you think that this had anything to do with Harbaugh going for the record, the preseason no, no, he doesn't care Jim about Harbaugh that. Jim Harbaugh doesn't care about preseason record. If he does, shame on him, mm. but I'm sure he doesn't. I I, I think, he, mm. you know, a lot of people don't like his demeanor. Oh, he's a douche. I like the guy. 
It's a comic. I, yeah, but is it a word? Then did it fit I in don't the like Jim, but I certainly I like John much better than Jim. Jim, it's almost like he thinks it like I am. Oh, yeah, he's pretty proud of the way he <laughs> yeah, turned out. Yeah. Exactly. He's he's really proud to be Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. Uh, you know, I would be too. Well, yeah. I'd look sw- had all those sweet khakis. I don't look good in khakis. I don't like khakis. Well, that's good. You're a khaki guy. Am I? I got blue jeans on. Well, now, but I've seen you in lots of khakis. And you like to tuck into the khakis. I never peg. Never. <laughs> Oh, you should peg. I would. No. I pray that comes back. <laughs> oh, I could peg like a Never. mug, like no. a mug. Well, yeah. I mean, Were you he, ever a cargo pants guy, or did that pass you by? You mean like those cargo shorts? No, cargo pants. No, I wore cargo shorts, but mm-hmm. I mean that's about all you can get, really. But no, I never wore. I wore blue jeans. I'm to the point now. I don't even own khakis, dress pants, anything. I have two types of jeans. I have everyday wear and what I call funeral jeans. They're the darker ones. Never black jeans. That's trashy. But darker jeans. Darker as in what? Just blue? Bluer. Yeah. Okay. Darker blue. Navy blue. Funeral jeans. Like when you croak, that's what I'll wear. My funeral jeans. Hmm. Not the jeans I'm wearing now. What if I croak in the summer? Please wear shorts. Can I wear shorts to your yeah, funeral? I want Alejandro to look at your legs. Although I don't tend to go to funerals. My way of dealing with uncomfortable situations is humor, and I'm given to understand that's not well received at a funeral. I don't know. I've all told my wife for years that I want a closed casket, but I want a life-size cutout of myself with a mechanical arm waving a bird. Oh, like that, I would like know? that. Like the old... Like a chickadee? Can I have that for the studio after the funeral? <laughs> Well, yeah. All right. And then you then maybe by then you'll go video, and then I could be I'll get flipping this. the whole audience off for the whole show. Well, and I'll get the same amount of interaction from it as I do when I do the comedy gold I'm doing on this show right now. Just with your supposedly live corpse over there. <laughs> I'm sitting here having a nice discussion, and then you start complaining and throwing darts at me yet again. Well, I think it's just a conversation. Because I was sitting here listening to your point, observe observing everything you said i don't think that absorbing all of the vital information then i was going to put it all together form an opinion and give you a response back and i was sitting here thinking but apparently that just disturbed you i don't think that's what was happening at all oleander it was like one of those uh sand rock garden things he was doing to <laughs> remain calm and Just absorb pass the time uh, wait till dummy's done talking and i can prattle on and use incorrect names and misuse words so what's the definition of drabble a drabble is a short work of fiction of precisely 100 words in length so that which, is not which, what you were trying to say. Don't try to play that is, off. That's what you were trying to, to say. I was just going to say, which is totally inaccurate for you because you couldn't keep anything <laughs> under 100 words if they paid you. You were trying to say drivel. This is where it gets even better. Oh, all right. The purpose of the drabble is brevity, testing the author's ability to express interesting and meaningful ideas in a confined space. Okay, well, that certainly wasn't you. That is me right there. Nothing interesting. Certainly nothing confined about it. If anything, I've been on fire today. But the brevity. He he nailed the brevity. Oh, yeah, yeah, God. (laughs) 
Yeah, I sit here fall asleep and it's brevity. Uh, Good God. Should we go sell some sandwiches? Yeah, please. I'm starving. I could use a sandwich. Lanyard. All right, what are we going to do? Oh, I got some Rick Briggs tweets when we come back. You got anything else? Or can we just do that and get out of here? We'll see. All right. Well, we'll, there'll be something, but Rick Briggs tweets right after this. We would like to take this opportunity to tell you about our sponsor and friends, The Chop Shop in Butler, Pennsylvania. The Chop Shop is leading the way in the western Pennsylvania area for good eats. With fresh menus, great specials, in-house made desserts, and the recently added iced tea, lemonade, and milkshake bar, you are sure to find something to fulfill that craving or hankering, and even a little something extra for that sweet tooth. Yep, they even have gluten-free and vegetarian options as well. You know, between Facebook, Google, Yelp, and TripAdvisor, they average 4.7 out of 5, and that's over a 10-year span, so they are consistently killing it. You can check them out on Facebook, but also at ChopShopButler.com, or do yourself a favor and visit them at 108 North Main Street, Butler, Pennsylvania, and tell them Flager and Briggs sent you. Okie doke. There we go. <laughs> I was waiting for it to I jump in. in. Let, let, I want to just touch on one more thing on good old Leroy Johnson here before oh, we, there's more, before more we Leroy. move on. All right. it, apparently, uh, yesterday afternoon on Twitter, the coach was, um, was, was kind of held a, a chat on Twitter, and he explained that the students attend classes online. The school doesn't have a building. <laughs> It it doesn't have a dedicated practice facility. Johnson even joked that his team will practice on an open parking lot if that's all they can find. I think that's more saying we practice on an open parking lot. During the Twitter chat, Johnson tried to explain how this whole Bishop Sycamore thing works. We rent space a few days a week to go over our classroom stuff. <laughs> go over our classroom stuff. The coach said, that's in the eastern area, so you can kind of get us there in a few days a week that we have school. I have no idea what the hell that meant, but neither did he. We're not. Remember, we're not a traditional school, so we don't have our young men sitting in school from 7 a.m., he added. That was it. That, that's his explanation for all this? Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. That, that might be the greatest quote of all time. Maybe he told that to ESPN, which is what did it for him. Well, oh, okay, great. Uh, well, then and in that case, we, we'll stop looking into your background, and we'll just go ahead and schedule this game. So, so that's some great, great knowledge they're getting there at Bishop Sycamore. But you know where else you can get some great knowledge, Rick? I know where people can get it. It's at Chaos and Disorder on Twitter. The only reason I... I don't object to this segment. I love the music. It's my favorite. That nobody cares if you object or not. It's happening. Well, Rick, I just I just throw my headphones out like you do and leave. On. Oh jeez. Twitter. Gets creepier every time. I love it. Yeah. All right. I got to be honest. Little yeah. light this week. Little light. But there was enough. And it's been two weeks too. Yeah. yeah. Think about it. It's been a little light. You need to you need to step up your Twitter game. So I think I'll start with Rick Briggs out of context. Okay. That's always my favorite. So I'll start with this one. This is the most Rick Briggs tweet I've ever read before in my life. 
Okay. I think I was wrong once. There you go. <laughs> I did. So just one time. Yeah. Just the once. This show, the beginning of this show would... Uh, was it. ...belie that. <laughs> no. The beginning, the very beginning of the show, the very first episode was it. <laughs> oh, now I'm following you. I got you now. Yeah. At Chaos and Disorders, right? Yes. I am pissed at Sony for the Betamax. Yes. <laughs> that was 40 years ago. It's called sarcasm. I, did, I don't know what sarcasm And, and would... of course, the guy that I tweeted it to. <laughs> the guy that you wanted it to? <laughs> yeah. I don't think you tweet to people. Yeah, I do. I don't tweet. That's what Tw- birds do. He, he, he I tweeted it. He, he tweeted it. it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was worth the whole segment right there. I thought this week was going to be a stretch. Nope. <laughs> Your your radio goal. <laughs> so you tweeted it. You tweeted about Betamax in 2021. You know, you know what the funny thing is, or the best thing is. I don't even try to be funny, and you guys start laughing. You try to be funny, and I just sit here. I don't get it. <laughs> you tweeted it. <laughs> this guy, I have no idea what's going on with him. I can't, I can't move on. <laughs> I want to get to the next uh, Rick Briggs out of context, but I'm having trouble here. So Rick Briggs tweeted. <laughs> but anyway, I tweeted the guy, and, and he, you know, got the sarcasm. So there you have it. You tweeted him, and he got the sarcasm. I think the segment needs a new title. <laughs> this weekend, Briggs tweeted. Yeah, it's got a new title. It, it, it's happened. Beer is mostly water, so I'm good. Yeah. There you go. Just random thought? It was a response to a tweet. So, there I, you have it. I can get behind the science on that one. I, I don't think it works that way. No, I'm, no, I mean, well, you're good science. in terms of what, I guess, is the most important. Because part. the tweet it was in response to had something to do with... If you had context, it ruins the... Well, that's the whole point. But see, you act like it was just something that I just threw out there from my scatterbrain, you know, which wasn't the case at all. That's my general assumption it is. So, uh, can you explain to me, well, here's my favorite one. I'm not going to read the tweet, but of course not. in the category of Rick feels the need to respond to anything, Yes. Rick responded to a poll, or not to a poll, I'm sorry, or yes, a poll okay. about nose hair color. What? You responded, not a poll. I'm sorry, I misspoke again. I'm, I'm confounding two absurd no tweets. You, you responded to a tweet regarding the color of someone's nose hair. Don't give me that exasperated I don't believe look. I ever did. Oh, I believe you did. At chaos and disorder. Find it. No, because I didn't. And you did? All right. <laughs> Hold on. Talk about something. I'm on it. Did you know that? Well, hold on. We can't leave Rick Briggs tweets. We'll re-explore this. You did. We're going to find it, and you're going to say you're sorry. What was up with this Twitter war you started over some music poll about Led Zeppelin? I did. And you're, like, apologizing to people, and you're not getting sarcasm, and you did some weepy apology for not understanding the wise sarcasm of this donkey? I have no idea what you're talking about yet again. So you tweet a lot when you're drunk, don't you? Because no. you remember none of this stuff. No, I mean, I'm just trying to figure out what you're talking about. You just ask these questions about I don't know what you're talking about. Man. 
He's on it, so he's going to find it. And last one, Rick, this was the most egregious one of the week. So amongst the thousands and thousands of kind listeners who tweeted out their concern for me not being on the show last week, Mm-hmm. One of our listeners, I believe one of my Canadian friends, and if we know yeah. anything on this show, That's, I am a friend to Canada. Yeah. Rick Flieger, that is just friend a lie. to Canada. That is just a lie. I love our An neighbors to the outright north. Outright lie. I salute. And Mr. Goodness, you defend him one more second. I salute second. our neighbors to yes. the north. I am a friend of the great You're white a north. Of no one, nothing. I am. And he gives me a little shine, a little, I missed you, buddy. Something to that. In your response, spare, spare me. me. Exactly. That's disgusting. Spare Shame me. on you. Number one, for degrading his great taste in podcast hosts. Number one. And number two, for taking that shot at me as if you're implying this show is better when I'm not here. Say you're sorry. <laughs> Never. <laughs> See, you were supposed to say spare me there. It would have wrapped it all up. I'd have killed the music and we'd have gone home. No, because I will not do that. I mean, who? King? No cell. Well, that that is your thing. Did you find the nose hair tweet yet? I did not. I'm going to find the nose hair They're not there. Is there anything else we can talk about? There's nothing to do with nose hairs. So that is this week in Rick Briggs' Twitter. I do vaguely remember something about Led Zeppelin, but I don't really recall what that was even about. You were all butthurt because somebody said it. If they didn't, you didn't agree with them that you were just wrong or dumb or something. I'm gonna find it. Oh, that's just ludicrous. I have no idea what you're talking about. There's no way ludicrous. I get the feeling that he blocked me because I don't see some of these. Who blocked you? Briggs. Oh, so you were looking on your Twitter? You don't have the show Twitter? That's probably a good idea. We don't need you twitting out from our Twitter. <laughs> I I did I not. I tweeted you the other day, you moron. <laughs> really? Yeah, see? There you go. Thanks. (laughs) I mean... You actually responded. Did I? Yeah. Uh, Oh, yes. It was the anniversary of Belarus and their independence. Yes. Yes, yes. I do remember. And do you know that tomorrow... Oh, this day in history. ...is September 1st? Brilliant analysis. I I should probably set my clock ahead then, right? Hmm? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> However, a scant 82 years ago, World War II started. Oh, yeah, September 1st. Yeah. 82 years ago. The invasion of Poland began. Wild and crazy times. Glad I missed it. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> so if you remember this, if you started it with an angry tweet that's funny... If what some think isn't winning, then real fans weren't voting. Now that's funny. Right. That's that's that one. Yeah. Uh, back to the nose hair. That was Yeah. And, and that was the Led Zeppelin one? Mm-hmm. And there was some weepy apology that he wasn't getting the guy's sarcasm. No, no weepy apology. As a matter of fact, we kind of sarcasm back and forth, and we laughed about it and realized that, hey, Can sarcasm both of us be have... used as a verb? Well, when you t- twitted, <laughs> sure. <laughs> of course you can. When you twit stuff, you can make them all kinds of things. When you drabble and twitted. Mm-hmm. You twit drabble. You could because, it's, well, <laughs> it's a hundred words. You have words. to be brevity it, when it you would. twit. 
That was just a, a lone laugh. <laughs> he does some guffaw in his own little world. He probably came across a doggy door tweet. <laughs> oh, I wish. That would be all right. Well, let's get out of here. Yeah, I agree with that. This show's stupid. Well, you're stupid. Why, why are you saying that's hurtful? Good. Why do you do that? Because you're always mean to me. <laughs> I don't think that's true. But anyway, hey, three days is the Caveman League Draft, the league in fantasy football. Of multiple consequences. Yes, yeah. indeed. We will be covering a little bit of that to see. Um, Are we going to live live broadcast? Not during the draft, but after. We'll do a post-draft wrap-up. We'll hop in the studio real quick because we are drafting at the studio. I would love to have a Flieger on vacation but in-studio episode. Are, are you implying that I will be inebriated? If he's like the – if he's anything <laughs> close to the year when I was late because my son played an overnight yeah, – That was all your fault. I will not even be anywhere near a microphone. Why? <laughs> That'd be a great show. That would be Because it will – never be broadcast there certainly shouldn't be let's put it that way why what would i say (laughs) you just gave me the mom look did you see that god do you remember the couple years ago we tried to broadcast a draft yeah we could not put you went through it and could not find i couldn't put together 30 minutes that i could put out there without somebody losing their livelihood and their wife that even like just walking up, oh, I'm going to take so and so, but in the background. Yeah. 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 It's, it was not bad. Some of the words that are said, and ah, I found it. So, uh, Mr. Bo McBrayer asked the question, not to you, just to the world why are some of my nose hairs white? And of course, Rick Briggs, thinking he has to answer every question on Twitter. Responds, old age. <laughs> so you did, in fact, respond to a nose hair tweet. Say you're sorry. No. And again, Rick, <laughs> Sperry, they're not talking to you. It you're allowed matter. to scroll but past. But see, the thing is, I'm talking it, to them. It wasn't a legitimate I question. I am sharing. He just wanted I'm the world sharing. to know he had a gray nose That hair. is another definition of twit. <laughs> Share. Right. That'd be a good T-shirt idea. Another definition of twit. Yeah. <laughs> Just a picture of you on the back. Yeah. So that do you think anybody made it to the end of this train wreck? Is if it they possible? Did, God bless you. Yeah. Because yeah. I tell you what, you've got the patience of a saint. Yeah. So so we'll be back next week, same saint time, train. same channel. Have you seen the documentary for ZZ Top on? Uh, I think it's Netflix yeah. or is it? I've or seen Amazon it on maybe or something Netflix, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. At Chaos and Disorder on Twitter. I probably won't. Chaos and Disorder pod on the Facebook, AsylumFantasySports.com. Next week, Friday night, listen to the Asylum Fantasy Sports Show right here on this same channel. We'll be back next Tuesday, same time, same channel. And maybe, maybe if we can get Rick to stay out past 10 o'clock, maybe a little bonus episode coming out this weekend. We'll see, maybe, until next time. We'll see you. Maybe. Thank you. You're not going to stick around. It'll be Flieger and Finkelstein. You know, put Bowser in your chair. Oh, I'll respond to that like you did. I don't know who this Bowser is that you're talking about. He'll have two frappes and a espresso blend. Yeah, 
he wouldn't be fun anymore. Yeah, that's true. He used to try to pick make dates with red hat ladies. The, the, oh, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> they were hot. Uh, yeah, all seventy-five years old of them. By round thirteen, they were looking good. <laughs> yeah. Right. Hasta luego. My horse, not the red.